Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our ministry when you visit walkintruth.com. Now here's the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews 13, verses 6 through 16, called The Life of the Church. Write in your notes, John 19, 20, where it says Jesus suffered outside the city or outside of the gate. When Jesus walked down the Via Della Rosa, the way of sufferings to Golgotha, he took his cross and he walked outside of the city gate. And in so doing, here was the picture. The Jews in the camp, and this is another nuance of meaning, had rejected him. As he carried his cross to Golgotha, the Jews were saying, uh, we don't want this man to rule over us. Let him take his cross and go outside the camp of Jerusalem, the precincts of the temple. Let him go somewhere else. Let him get outside the gate and let him die there. Interestingly enough, Bible students, the red heifer was both sacrificed and uh, I believe the carcass of the sacrifice was burned outside side of the camp. When the children of Israel in Exodus 33, uh, Moses was up getting the law. Do you remember what they built with the help of Aaron? They threw their gold down and uh, Aaron built the golden calf. And the people looked at the calf. The calf was raised up and they said, this is your God who's brought you out of the land of Egypt. Remember that? Moses is up on the mountain. And as a result of that, Moses uh, erected what was called the tent of meeting. Uh, and what he, w- what he did was he erected the tent outside the camp. Uh, read Exodus 33. And what you discover is right after the people played the harlot and uh, made this, this, this is our God, God moved his tent outside the camp. He said, now if you're going to meet me, guess where you're going to meet me? Outside your camp. Because that's your God? And remember, they destroyed, uh, they uh, dusted it into powder, they threw it in the water, and what did God do? He made the Israelites drink it. Wow. Radical. said, if that's what you want, go ahead, take it in. Drink it. You see, this, these are the pictures. Jesus Christ, that he might sanctify us by his blood. He suffered, notice verse 12, outside the gate. Hence, here's our response. Let us go out to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. Jesus said, he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Jesus said to his disciples, Matthew 16, 24, if anyone wishes to come after me, let him what? Deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Verse 13 says, let us then go to him, NIV, outside the camp, Bearing the disgrace he bore, New English Bible says, bearing the stigma that he bore. If you're going to go to Jesus, you're going to have to leave the camp of Judaism. The recipients of the letter were being told, and if you are going to know and follow Jesus Christ, sometimes you're going to have to leave application what's comfortable, what's safe, and what you know. Sometimes people grow up in a system And I'll give you an example of this, real-life example. I had a boss before I went into full-time ministry who was a Mormon bishop. We drove to Arizona together on a business trip, and all the way we were debating Christianity and Mormonism. Well, I began to show him some things. I brought him a book of a man who had come out of Mormonism proving that some of the scrolls that Joseph Smith said he translated were false. The evidence was plain as the nose on your face. There's no way you could read this and not conclude that Joseph Smith was a false prophet. 
And so I remember one day I came to his door. I was in my softball regalia. (laughs) He was having dinner with his family and he was going to give the book back to me. I remember him coming to the door, giving the book back to me and saying, thank you very much and kind of like, I don't want to talk about it. Later on, we had a conversation and he said these words to me. I'll never forget these words. You know, if what you gave me is true, Joseph Smith is a false prophet and the Mormon church is false. And I said, right. And he said, even if the Mormon church is false, I'm not going anywhere. And I said, what? You see, it wasn't just about what gets you to heaven and spiritual life. It was about a whole package deal. And this is why this is important because in the Jewish mind, man, I'm leaving everything. I'm leaving the synagogue. Uh, Though the early church met in the temple precincts, I'm leaving that. I'm leaving the animal sacrifices. Everything I know that will atone for my sin, that makes me comfortable, that, I'm, that I grew up with, I've got to leave, I've got to go outside the camp of Judaism to Jesus, I don't know if I can do that. Let us go outside the camp, let us take up our cross, for here we do not have a lasting city, you look at verse 14, but we are seeking the city which is to come. Brothers and sisters, do you know the, the date of the writing of the book of Hebrews? Most scholars agree it was written between A.D. 64 and 68. Now put yourself in the Jewish sandals. Here you are saying, I don't know if I can go to him outside the camp of Judaism. I don't know if I can bear my cross. I don't know if I should. It's so familiar. I'm so used to it. If AD, let's just split it and say, let's say AD 66 is the date of the book of Hebrews. What happened in AD 70? That temple was burnt to the ground. Isn't it amazing that sometimes the things that we want to hang on to, they seem so important to us, so safe to us. We say, I can't leave that. It's too familiar. I don't want to go outside the camp. I don't want to take up my cross. And in four years, let's use AD 66, that temple was gone. Gone. And everything that seems so important, put it into an American context. You have a friend. The friend says to you, I don't want to follow Christ. Why? You don't believe that there's a God? No, I believe there's a God. It's obvious. You don't believe that Jesus died for you? Oh, I believe that Jesus died on the cross. Why do you want to follow him? Because I have to give up too much. Like what? Well, things that are familiar to me. Really. Now look at Hebrews 12. Therefore, verse 28. Since we receive a kingdom which, what? Cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. Go back to verse 27. This expression yet once more denotes the removing of those things which can be shaken as of created things. Now think of the temple in this context. In order that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Think of the city that is to come, the heavenly Jerusalem. You're already a citizen of it if you're a Christian. And listen to the words of Jesus. Jesus came out from the temple. He was going away when his disciples came up to point out the temple buildings to him. Look, Lord, you see that? You see this? Some of the stones were as big as railroad boxcars, for those of you who have studied it. And he answered Jesus, Matthew 24, 2, said to them, do you not see all these things? Truly I say to you, not one stone here shall be left upon another which will not be torn down. In four years, the temple was gone. Titus Vespasian came with his Roman troops and some believe 1.6 million Jews died. I wonder if it were some of these. And when Josephus describes the scene, he says that the land was filled with crosses. There were people 
all over the place who were being crucified simultaneously on Roman crosses. And Jesus said, if you had just had recognized the day of your visitation. But now, it's hidden from your eyes. You see, the truth is, they didn't want to bear the cross of Jesus now. And many of them, sadly, ended up on crosses. See, everything that we put stock in sometimes, folks. And it might be hard for us. We might say, Lord, it's difficult. We can be honest with God. I'm familiar with this, Lord. I don't know if I can go outside the camp. And the Lord says, you must, because that's where my glory is. And right after uh, that whole scene happened in Exodus 33, when the tent of meeting was set up outside the camp, you know what happened with Moses? Moses said, Lord, would you show me your glory? And God put him in the cleft of the rock, you remember? And he let his glory pass by, and Moses was changed. What are you going to find in the old religious system? Nothing. Let's finish up with verses 15 and 16. So what do I do with this, Pastor Mike? You may say two things. Here's what God wants you to do. He wants you, number one, to respond in gratitude, and two, to respond in giving. It says this, through him, through Jesus then, let us occasionally offer up a sacrifice of praise. Oh, yours doesn't say that? Let us, every now and then, let us, when we feel like it, no, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Now I'm gonna close with these two verses. God says in verse 16, do not neglect doing good and sharing for with such sacrifices God is pleased. The Jew says, there's no more animal sacrifice? Right. It's fulfilled? Yes. So do we sacrifice anymore? Yeah. What do I sacrifice? You give your praises to God and you give your life away. Now, see where it says, let us continually offer up the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. That's from an Old Testament verse. And if you're interested, I want you to hold a finger, and you don't have to, but uh, it's important. Turn to Hosea, to the book of Hosea. Now, I know it's before Joel. Hosea, Joel. That's all the help I'm going to give you right now. Hosea, Joel. Got it? Look at chapter 14. Now here's where the language is borrowed. This is the last thing that we're going to do this morning. Hosea 14, look at verse 1. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Hosea 14, 2. Take the words with you and return to the Lord and say to him, take away all iniquity and receive us graciously that we may present, see what it says there? The fruit of our lips. The Septuagint adds, which acknowledge his name. Probably the writer of Hebrew took, Hebrews took this from the Septuagint. I want to read verses two and three from the New King James. It says, take words with you, Hosea 14.2, return to the Lord and say to him, take away all iniquity, receive us graciously, for we will offer the sacrifice, sacrifices of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. We're not going to look to other nations. We will not ride on horses. We're not going to look at, to our corvettes or our horses. Nor will we say any more to the work of our hands. What? What have they been saying with their lips? To the work of their hands? You are our gods. We're not going to say that anymore. 
For in you the fatherless finds mercy. You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. If you are a longtime listener to Walk in Truth, we could use your help. We are excited to announce we have the opportunity to broadcast on a new radio station. It's a daily program. We can be on every day like we are here, and we can be ministering to a whole new group of people. An opportunity that will help this ministry reach more people like you in Oahu, Hawaii. The door is open. The gospel's free. But the old saying is, someone's got to put in the plumbing. (laughs) Our mission with Pastor Michael's teachings is to equip listeners with God's Word in a way that helps them address today's issues, trends, and culture. In his spiritual workout plan, what is that spiritual workout plan? It's to heal. It's to get better. It's to pursue some things. And one of the things that you pursue is peace. But before we say yes to this opportunity, we could use your help. The price to broadcast on this radio station daily is $2,491 a month. Can you partner with us to reach people in Hawaii? Would you become a Walk in Truth partner today? Your financial commitment of at least $20 a month would help us reach this goal. That's about the price to go out and get a sandwich, a bag of chips, and a drink. We have until the end of September to raise these funds. If you become one of the 125 new partners, you'll be part of the team bringing God's truth to more people. If this ministry has been a blessing to you and you want to help us expand, we could use your help. That means four people would have to make a commitment each day until the end of September. Would you be one of the four now? Please begin your partnership today by calling 844-48-TRUTH. Thank you so much to all of our partners, all of our listening family, all of our new listeners. We love you. Begin your partnership today by calling 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. Or visit walkintruth.com. We'd love to see who's listening, so please connect with us on Facebook or Instagram. Just do a search for Walkin' Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance, right here on Walkin' Truth. We're not going to say that anymore. For in you, the fatherless finds mercy. Instead of saying, America, look what we built. Look at the buildings. Look at our capitalism. Look at our economy. Look at our government. Look at, look at what we've built. The Jews, if I can put it back now in the Jewish context, said, we're not going to say that anymore. We're not going to say, it's our hands that built this stuff. This is our God who brought us out of the land of Egypt. We're not going to say that anymore, Lord. Forgive us for saying that. Rather, we're going to say, the fruit of our lips are going to give thanks to who? To his name. The God that actually is the one behind the United States of America. The God that actually is the one that gave us the ideas for what we do and who we are. But now as a people, what do we say? Our hands. You know, there was a leader some years ago. His name was Nebby K. Netzer for you VeggieTale fans. Walking his balcony one day, looking over Babylon. Look at this marvelous Babylon that I have built. Fan me a little bit more grape, please. Mm. And God said, oh yeah? Oh yeah, Nebi? I'm going to humble you. I'll put it in a modern context. You're going to be eaten out of the dog's dish. You're going to become a rock star. Long hair, long nails, sorry. <laughs> Just the image I get. <laughs> you don't want to humble yourself? I'll humble you. And for seven years, you know what old Nebi did? He ate grass like he was an animal until he realized 
that there's a God who raises up leaders and puts them down. And so in Hosea, they said something like this, oh, come, let us return to the Lord. Let's not take credit where credit is not due. Let's come back to the God of our fathers. And when they began to do that, there was a change. And there always will be a change. And we as a people, go back to the book of Hebrews, we as a people, what have we been praying for? We've been praying for revival. And it's going to start in the house of God. It's going to start when God's people continually say, the praise of my lips is going to be something like this. Remember this song? I'm going to give thanks with a grateful heart. I'm going to give thanks to the Holy One. I'm going to give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ, his son. And now, let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. You are about to embark on Thanksgiving and you're going to come to some family meals. I know how it goes for some of you. And they're about to dive in the turkey and then they're going to all look to Holy Joe. So, oh yeah, Holy Joe's here. All right, do your prayer, but make it speedy. Potatoes are getting cold. And when that happens, whether they pray or not, you grab your family's hands and you say, God, you gave your son. A man would have nothing unless it had been first given to him from heaven. It's not my hands. My hands were destroying things. It's you. And when America one family at a time, realizes that, we will have a revival. Amen? Father, we want to pray right now that you would help us in our church and in our nation. We live in a time when there's so much coming at our youth and, for that matter, every age, trying to tell us that our origins are not from you, trying to tell us that our country was not built upon you, but, Lord, we know better. And so, Father, we want to pray that we'd be a humble people, that we'd serve you with an attitude of gratitude, that we give our lives away. Because we know that when we do, it's like the apostles when you multiplied the bread and the fish. You, you, even though they lacked faith, you let them distribute what you had multiplied. And the more we keep giving away what you're multiplying in our lives, the more blessed we will be. So help us to be a humble and a grateful people. Help us, Lord, to live one day at a time knowing that we can be strengthened by grace, that the Lord will never leave us or forsake us. But let us also know that that may mean going outside the camp and bearing his reproach. It may mean taking up a cross that's not always comfortable and following him. It may mean that we're going to speak out a little bit more upon uh, the gospel and the God that we believe is responsible for the benefits and blessings of our lives. We're not going to be ashamed. We're going to tell the truth. And we're not going to do it to offend Jew, Greek, or fellow brethren, but we're going to do it because we can't help it. Because it's you. And we're going to do it because we know that this world is being shaken. But we belong to a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And so, Father, with that kind of knowledge and with that understanding, let us press on toward the goal. You've been listening to The Life of the Church, Part 3 on Walk in Truth. And that was the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews 13, 6-16. 
If you missed any part of today's program, Walk in Truth is on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many more podcast apps. Listen for free to Pastor Michael's teachings in more books of the Bible. Our producer, Rob Newton, went to Living Truth Christian Fellowship in Corona, California recently to update the congregation on the state of Walk in Truth. He talked about where we are, what's new, where we'd like to go, and how you can help. If you'd like to listen to Rob Newton and Pastor Michael's short presentation, you'll find it on the Walk in Truth podcast on your favorite podcast app. It's also on walkintruth.com. We've entitled it The State of Walk in Truth. And again, you'll find it on the Walk in Truth podcast on your favorite podcast app. Now here's Pastor Michael one more time before we go. You know, the church is a beautiful organism. It is the called out, out of the world, into Christ from every tribe, tongue, nation, and people. It's the beautiful corporate body of the Lord Jesus Christ. And wherever you go uh, in our amazing country and in many, many parts of the world, you will see a church that has expanded, a church that has impacted the world, a church that started with really 12 Um and then exploded. You know, we can talk about what happened to Judas, but the Apostle Paul and, and we have Matthias and we have the 70 and we have the, the day of Pentecost and 3,000 coming to the Lord. And But just think about what's happened since then. What is it? At least a third of the, of the world professes to be Christian today. Billions of people and billions who've lived and died in Christ the impact of the gospel has been utterly amazing. And that's what Jesus said was going to happen. The gospel would spread like leaven, one of the parables in Matthew 13. And it has. And you're part of it, and so am I. The beautiful church of Jesus Christ. Let's not downplay the beauty of the church if you've been hurt or disappointed by the church, don't forget Jesus loves the church. And he said, I will build my church. Are you part of the church? Well, if you're a Christian, you are, but the love of God's people is a manifest witness that you belong to Jesus. He loves his people. If you love him, you'll love his people. That means you're engaged in a local church. That means you're part, you're serving, you're showing up, you're involved in corporate worship. You're giving to the mission of the church. You're uh, right here in Hebrews 13. You are following the lead of leaders. You're obeying good godly leaders in the Lord. You're accountable. There's such a thing as church discipline. When's the last time you heard about that? There's accountability in the body. There's structure. There's headship. The ultimate head is Jesus, but there is a church that he's established. And that church shines, even with all of its foibles and imperfections, because the Lord is the one filling it. This is Pastor Michael Lance. We've been talking about the life of the church right here on Walk in Truth. And uh, I just want to tell you that if you're not part of the church, you don't know the Lord of the church, well, he wants to save you. He so loved you. God the Father so loved you, he gave, he sent his son to do what? to live the perfect life for us, to die on the cross for us, to rise from the dead for us. But unless you have trusted in him as Lord and Savior, you don't belong to him. 
The Bible says you need to repent of your sin and receive him, trust him, walk with him. There's a transaction that occurs. There's a being born again of the Holy Spirit. It's not just head knowledge. It's about transformation. It's about being born from above. It's about becoming part of a new kingdom, having a new king, chucking the idols out of your life and following Jesus and him alone. That's what it means to be a Christian. And if we can help you in any way, reach out to us at walkintruth.com. You can send us a little note through the comment section. Let us know how to pray for you, how to help you if you need a Bible, if you just need some direction. If you want to tell us how the broadcast has been a blessing to you, walkintruth.com. We'll see you right here tomorrow. Hey, if you're a longtime listener to Walk in Truth, we could use your help. We're excited to announce that we have an opportunity to broadcast on a radio station in Oahu, Hawaii. The price to broadcast on this radio station daily is $2,491 a month. Can you partner with us to reach people in Hawaii? Would you become a Walk in Truth partner today? Your financial commitment of at least $20 a month would help us reach this goal. We have until the end of September to raise these funds. So if you become one of 125 new partners, you'll be part of the team bringing God's truth to more people. That means four people would have to make a commitment each day until the end of September. Will you be one of those four now? Please begin your partnership today by calling 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. Or visit walkintruth.com. And join us tomorrow for Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews 13, 7-9, called Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm Mike Massaro. On behalf of Pastor Michael Lance and Living Truth Christian Fellowship, thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people.